Hi, welcome to the Zone Podcast. Hi, it's Liam Ford here. And I'm Paula Benetton. Yeah, and today we've got a really interesting hero's journey. How do you get from being a someone on the beat on the police force? I mean, really ground level, going into sort of some crazy unknown situations. Go from there to be working for one of the top AI businesses that is run by a, a savant. It's just, what a journey, eh? This is a really interesting question because our guest today is Glenn Marvin, and he has a very interesting story to tell. Yeah, and, and included in that is his own his own uh, story about trail running. So, you know, it's it, it's the way he gets into flow. Yeah. So, for all of you who are not in New Zealand right now, get your trekking shoes and. Uh, your headphones, and I hope you can actually go for a, your own run, your own trek, while you listen in. Welcome, Glenn. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. It's always it's always nice to talk to people that have put people first. <laughs> yeah. So. We were just chatting before we jumped on about a career before corporate and and it was really really interesting and you know i know we could probably spend half an hour just talking about that but what's the what's the two minute version of that oh i suppose the, the two minute life story yeah i uh, before moving into corporate i actually had a career in the police force and seven years is long enough to know that it's not right for you while you you're passionate about helping others Sometimes it's just you've got to make that choice between your own sort of mental health and, and physical well-being and look for something else. And so I left the police uh, and moved into corporate thinking I had zero transferable skills. And so it was quite a nervous time. Yeah. So how did you moving from the police into corporate? Because some people think that, you know, corporate is where the mental health issues are. So <laughs> <laughs> and and it's no <laughs> <laughs> it's not that much different, believe me. Uh, uh, BS and bureaucracy is rife uh, in, in many organisations, not just the, the government ones. Yeah, so it was it was really, really interesting because the thinking I had didn't have those transferable skills. Uh, it didn't actually take long to, to figure out that all those years of sort of being able to walk into situations to understand what was going on to pick up on, uh, in essence, you know, human emotion and, and try and mm. connect with people on their level because your your best weapon in the police force is actually your, your, your brain and your voice. If you can understand people and talk to them and talk to them on their level, uh, it is the best safety device on the planet that, that can protect you. So to be able to use that same skill in the corporate environment actually meant that I was able to to connect with my teammates, connect with my colleagues. And in the, the first role that I had and in, in more of a sales role, I was actually be able to make a, a connection with those that we were working with and had some relative success fairly quickly. Oh, that's really cool. So what was it that you found in, in the corporate world and this whole human connection you know, was that still unusual in the corporate world or? Yeah, well, I'm, as, you know, clearly I'm, I'm not a young man anymore. <laughs> and um, I think the tide is changing, but 
it was very much still a top-down corporate do as I say, not as I do, manage rather than coach type environment where it was leadership was perceived about power and control and the all-knowing C-suite and middle management telling everybody else what they needed to do mm. rather than, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a massive believer in, in servant leadership of understanding what we need as an organization to actually make a difference to achieve our goals and empower and put value in the people that are at the front line to, <laughs> to actually drive a lot of that. Uh, yes. So that was, that was the big difference is, uh, well, that was the similarity, I should say, in, between you know the police and and corporate back then, and in many organisations still today, was uh, it was it was more around power and control rather than influence, right, and and empowerment. Yeah, I love that. I find it like um, absolutely fascinating. And uh, and Glenn, like you bringing in this new approach to leadership into a corporate world, like what did it allow to create what changed for you for the team around you culture trust mm. happiness joy in the workplace sometimes and the ability to have actual real conversations and performance conversations as well you know just because it's 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 not all rainbows and and flowers and and, and moonbeams when you're when you've got a servant leadership approach you can you still have to have real conversations but when it comes from a position of support trust and empowerment you can have more honest conversations with those people that you're talking with realizing it and actually believing that the reason that you're talking to them about this particular thing or giving them this feedback or giving them this opportunity is because you want them to get a better outcome for them. And if they are getting better outcomes for them, it translates into better outcomes for us as a company. It's uh, the longer approach to doing it. But if you groom good people, your retention is better, their output is better. <laughs> And we spend far too long, far too much of our lives at work to be doing something that we're not happy with. Yeah, so true, eh? So true. Mm. When we jumped on, we heard a strange noise, which was like a Star Wars uh, noise. And I, I know you commented on it. Are you a bit of a Trekkie fan or are you a bit of a nerd in any way? I mean, because you work for a sort of a nerdy sort of company at the moment. So are you a bit of a nerd anywhere? Maybe. Maybe. I'm, uh, <laughs> maybe. Maybe I'm a Star Wars fan. Uh. <laughs> What's your favorite? <laughs> what's your favorite scene in a Star Wars movie? What's that? It has to be. It has to be the trash compactor <laughs> scene in the original Star Wars movie. Um, and not only that, it's and you know it was crazy as a you know probably a seven year old boy at that stage. But you know how do they come out of that of being completely covered in muck and everything like that, and then they come out of the trash compactor with perfect hair and looking amazing? Um, that was what true heroes were like. Nothing right. could change them. Yeah, so that's the that's the hero in all of us, huh? That's the mm -hmm. wannabe, wannabe hero in all of us. And, yeah, and, and that's actually part of, I think, driven a lot of what I have brought into the organisations that I work with is that hero's journey. Mm. It's such a actually a bizarre segue because I'm a big 
believer in story selling, so to speak, and mm -hmm. the hero's journey as a philosophy to incorporate into the messaging that you have with your clients, where we put our clients at the center of what we do and at the center of our messaging. And to use the movie analogy, we are the Obi-Wans, we are the Yodas, we're the mm. Gandalfs, we're not the heroes of our client's journey, we're not the ones riding in on the shining horse to save the day. That's right. their job on their journey to be their hero in the, in the story of their life. Our job is to empower them to actually achieve that goal that they want to achieve. And and our part, we should be happy to know that our part is only a small part to play in what they do. It might be the center of our existence for our business, but I would rather be a really important small cog in a big engine that's making a real difference than, than a big cog that is not performing well in a small engine that's going nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Put like that, <laughs> we're coming to join you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to sort of like double back round on is mental health. Yep. Now, like me, you and I are both in lockdown and 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 we know that there's a lot of, you know, we, there's people talk about the big resignation. We know mental health issues are on the rise. How, how are you dealing with it and how are you seeing others deal with that? It's a tricky one. Um, and it's not tricky because I don't want to talk about it. It's tricky because it's so different for so many people. I find that the the people that, especially in our workplace and the, and the companies that, that I own or, or I'm involved in, the introverts are thriving. Uh, the mm. extroverts are struggling. Those that are very, very task-driven love to have absolute focus on the actions that they do every single day and, and they their joy is in completing this one thing each day they're finding that they are getting so much out of this environment they do tend to be in the minority uh, so mm. it's i don't want to wave this big broad brush and say everyone's struggling right but you know for the for the most part <laughs> We crave human connection. Yeah. And for me, that's... Where are you I'm, in I'm, journey? I'm like way on the craving human connection <laughs> end of the spectrum. <laughs> there is there is nothing like a... I'm, you know, I can get myself into trouble maybe um, by saying this, but I am a hugger and I have no problem <laughs> giving people in my companies a hug, <laughs> even a good old man hug. Yeah. Um, it's great to see people. It's great to connect. Physical connection is not for everyone. But for me, I actually really burnt out last year because I saw that first lockdown as an opportunity to make a change, be that rock, support everybody, be that, you know, that thing that somebody could turn to each day. I was doing daily live interviews and anything I could think of. Second lockdown, not so much. This latest lockdown, nothing. Mm. Um, and I personally have found this latest lockdown on that interaction side. I have had to go, well, no, actually, now's not the time to be focusing on everybody else. I need to look after me 
So my social media activity has dropped down. My personal practices and around mental health around even, you know, I've picked up some meditation again, mm. those sorts of things. I have finally booked in back surgery and I had back surgery last Friday. Oh, wow. So, you know, those things that would stop me taking action before is if I had back surgery, I'm not allowed to drive for six weeks. I can't go into the office. I can't be with my people that, you know, those are the things that give me energy. I'm not going to do it. Mm. Now, that's like, well, if you can't put your own mental and physical health as the priority, I've put on 18 kilos in the last two years because of my back injury. Wow. You can't put yourself at the front. It's It's been a great, I think, personal realization about me is you can have all the business success in the world. You can do all the great things for other people, but uh, don't live the lie. You need to do it for yourself as well. Mm. That's yeah, that's great. So, so it's like putting your own oxygen mask on first, right? Yeah, the, the old saying, but it's always it's always so difficult to see to, to, to do when you've got so many people needing and the hungry corporate machine, right? That will yeah, yeah. And I think there are a lot of people like me mm. that that feed off the energy of others. When you see that you are giving other people energy that gives you even more energy and that fuels the fire but you can only you need to have that balance of what's coming in and what's going out right and when all you're doing is feeding others then uh there is there is always going to be a negative imbalance and no matter how much energy you get off them they will always get a little bit more from you than you than you can get back from giving so you need to find that that thing. Mm. And for me, it's actually trail running. And that's why for the last two years with, with a stuffed back, oh. I have missed that one element of joy in my life, that escapism that, you know, I'm, I'm in a technology company. We move, everything moves so fast. But to be able to escape, to have no internet connection, to have the only connection you have is with yourself with that person that's probably on the trail with you and with nature, that is is like if I feed off other people, like it's it's like this almost polar opposite mm. of complete isolation, just magnifies the energy. Yeah, like like a recharging your battery, right? Yeah. So you need to get into nature. Mm. Yeah. So so that's a very big principle of flow. You know, the flow state. You know, taking that. Take, making sure you don't just just burn out constantly, mm-hmm. you know, burn the candle at both ends, and don't ever have any recovery time. So that's that's yeah. really interesting that you've come to that yourself, you know, a self realization. So. Yeah. And Glenn, what would be the first trail run that you're gonna do after once Auckland and New Zealand opens uh, up, uh, like the uh, world uh, opens up? Well, <laughs> and why? I've got three months of no running, no golf, no physical activity. Mm. And then it will, I would love, the first one will be a small one. (laughs) And whatever Mm. one it will be, will be joy. But I am, I was due to do the Southern Lakes Ultra, which is a 330 kilometer traverse through the Southern Lakes from Lake Hawea all the way through Wanaka, up over the Crown Ranges through the Shotover area and out to Queenstown as a as a six-day race in February next year. That's not going to happen. <laughs> but the goal is 
to be able to accomplish that in the, in the following year. So 2023, it will be a big year. Uh, that'll be my mm. my fiftieth. I'll be fifty, and to 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 knock that off, wow. uh, surrounded by amazing people that I've done these sorts of events with before, um, and to support the race director, who was just an amazing amazing human being, will be great. So so next year I'll I'll volunteer and I'll I'll carry people's bags and I'll I'll be the bag boy. <laughs> <laughs> and get the energy flowing for the following where I can put myself through that brutal punishment and, and get the joy out of the trail. It's nice that you're going to be part yeah. of it, you know, uh, in a different mm-hmm. way. And what a beautiful goal to have and uh, what a beautiful birthday celebration. Yeah, amazing, <laughs> amazing. So a great plug for, what, what's it called again? So just to, if people... The Southern Lakes Ultra. The Southern Lakes Ultra. So people can look that up on uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. or Mrs. Google. I'm, I'm pretty sure the SEO should be fine because I helped them out with that. <laughs> great. So that that's a great opportunity for us to jump in and, you know, how, how do people get in touch with you and what what sort of people do you want to connect to you or your business? Yeah. Um, I have my fingers in many different pies, but in general, I love connecting with positive, driven leaders of businesses of any size that are focused on growth through empowering their people. So I've got one company, Connector, that does uh, marketing, coaching and support and digital marketing support for small businesses. So one-man bands through to companies with 10 to 20 staff. And the um, Touchpoint Group, where I'm the, the chief revenue officer at, is doing some incredible things in and around marketing automation, utilizing uh, AI to understand human behavior through their their, their text feedback, whether it's mobile app um, reviews, whether it's customer journey through the interaction they have with call centers and the website and NPS surveys. It just blows my mind. You know, our customers with that particular solution, they need to have around 5 million customers. So it's just this amazing breadth of people that I get to interact with, which is is incredible. So I am happy to have a chat with a solopreneur that wants to, excuse the language, just get shit done and, and start their journey. Likewise, a CMO, a CR, a CRO, a CEO, a CDO, all the C's of technology companies, banks, insurance companies that know how important customer data is to actually understand and serve. Mm, great. Wow. Great, uh, great pitch. And how, how do people get in touch with you? Like, what's the best way to get in touch with you? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn's great. I can I can throw 127 different emails out there, but just look up Glenn Marvin on LinkedIn. You should be able to find me. And how do you spell that Glenn Marvin? Spell it out for us. G-L-E-N-N. Yep. So don't forget the double N. Okay. Marvin, like Marvin the Martian, <laughs> M-A-R-V-I-N. Great, great. Mm-hmm. And so that circles us right back to the Martian, to the Star Trek, to the Obi-Wan story and, uh, you know, the hero's journey. So it sounds like you've you've had a little bit of a hero's journey. 
Yeah, I uh, I'm only still just beginning my own my own journey. Every time we think we accomplish something, uh, yep, we might have achieved a goal, but there's always the sequel. Yeah, that's right. Well, we look yeah. we look mm-hmm. forward to having a sequel with you uh, on the zone on the zone podcast, Glenn. It's been really interesting. Fantastic. Hey, always a joy to to talk to you too. And Glenn, one message you'd like to leave, you know, like for everyone who's on their own hero journeys. Yeah. For those in business, don't underestimate the power of the information that your customers can actually give you. For your one-man bands, pick up your phone and actually talk (laughs) to them. For the large organizations that have got millions of rows of data, you need to actually deploy something that will get to the bottom of it because those customers will either help you live or die as a business. No business is too big to fail. Mm. 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 Yeah. So never underestimate the impact you can have, mm-hmm. eh? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to have you here with us today. Absolutely no problem. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thanks, Glenn. Take care. Wow, Paula, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, that story about about <laughs> being, you know, that we're part of our client's journey. You know, we're, you know, they're the ones that are doing the hero's journey and we're just the Obi-Wans, we're the, the background. It was really interesting to tie that into servant leadership and, you know, to really feel how Glenn, he was so humble and so genuine. And, you know, that time... I think that time with the police really made him who he is, even though it was difficult at times. That really, you know, made him who he is, a real human. Are you a real humanist? Mm. Yeah, I can totally connect with that. And I love how he opened up about, you know, mental health and the struggles of lockdown. And I feel like how important it is to have like a big, a big dream goal, you know, like that can help us uh, keep practicing and you know keep recovering so we can actually get there when the world is in a is in a different place yeah and 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 just you know the different mindset around leadership whether you think it's all about power and control or whether you when you think it's about support and care so it was really really heartwarming to hear that that that's so many people that he interacts with is it's all about support and care and helping you mm. to be the best you can yeah. be so i think he touched in a very important point around you know get yourself in the zone yeah you know make sure your own batteries are charged and you know so you can actually help others to get into the zone too so if you'd like to have a chat with glenn he's a super extroverted really nice person very interesting story and you can connect with him on linkedin so it's glenn marring don't forget the double n and go check he has one of those uh hogwarts like live portraits as a photo as a linkedin photo you can't miss that out <laughs> and if you want to connect with us you can contact us on uh, linkedin uh, liam ford or paula benetton working at the zone Or you can contact us on our website, which is www.thezone.org.
thezone.co.co. So we'll see you there. And it's been great sharing our podcast with you. Ciao for now.